um, uh, appearance, nothing like that. No surprise appearance. Don't touch it. Don't touch brownie. <laughs> Sorry. You're right there, Shades. Sorry. I'll, I'll, somebody's getting a little clingy, and I had to let her know what was up. You know what I mean? <laughs> Welcome to Grapples to Apples, a podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to, you know, unfortunately, we don't have anything silly or funny or quippy to say other than uh, rest in peace, as we just found out a few minutes ago, that actor Chadwick Boseman of, you know, Black Panther fame passed away today after a four-year battle with colon cancer. Um, Unironically... Chadwick Boseman got his first major Hollywood role in the movie 42 based on the life of Jackie Robinson. And anyone who's a baseball fan knows that today actually happens to be Jackie Robinson day across the league. Um, so that also kind of stinks, but uh, Chadwick Boseman was 42 years old, if I'm not mistaken, um, really hitting the prime of his acting career set a great example and was a huge advocate for, you know, the acceleration and the improvement of the lives of black people, African-American children, uh, really trying to bolster the community and really fought for the community whenever he could using his platform, wherever he could. So, you know, it's a tragedy and obviously, you know, our hearts and condolences go out to, the Bozeman family, his friends, um, any life that he might have touched, we you know, we can't say enough how how devastating it is for for us to find out that Chadwick Bozeman has passed away at the age of forty two from battling colon cancer. Yeah, uh, twenty twenty man, you can eat a whole bag of you know what. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and I mean. If anything, this is a reminder to all of us men out there. It may be awkward and uncomfortable, but we, we got to take care of ourselves. Colon cancer is a huge um, killer in men. So, you know, men above, I think, the ages of like 30 plus, and that, hello, that's me, and you now too, Shades. Um, Testicular cancer, colon cancer, these things are things that you got to look out for. You know, guys get all weird and silly because of, you know, the implications of where your colon is and what a doctor has to do to check on you. But, like, you know, better to find out than not. It's better for that 30 seconds of awkwardness than hours and hours and hours upon hours of chemo and radiation. Right. Oh, man. Um... Anything else you want to add, Chase, before we move on, you know, do the show? Uh, um, uh, I just want to thank him for popularizing um, African-American superheroes. You know, uh, they weren't uh, as prominent as they were, um, you know, uh, before the Black Panther film. Uh, We went to, it was the highest, one of the highest Mm -hmm. grossing 
solo superhero movies of all time simply because it was an all-black cast, essentially an all-black cast. Um, thank you for everything you've done. And, you know, I don't want to be cheesy or anything like that, but, you know, you're no longer in pain anymore, man. And, and again, thank you for everything you've done. Well, let's move on. I mean, not to sound crass, but, you know, let's, let's try and, and lift up our spirits and those of our listeners. But let's, let's talk about some guys in tights and doing sweaty things for no reason. You're listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples of Apples. That's Grapples at number two. Apples, if you don't like SoundCloud, you got Apple Podcasts, you got Google Play Music, you got iHeartRadio. doesn't matter where you're listening as long as you're listening. As always, I've been one of your hosts, Mr. Ill Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean Candidate, Major English, whatever you need me to be, that's who I'll be, because baby, that's who I is. Joined by my hetero life mate from not too far away. Lean Mean 217. The women's bet, the men's regret, raw steel, wicked sex appeal. The one, the only, the general champion, Shades. Well, that was new. Yeah, working on that all week, baby. That goes out to my boy, Chael Chael Sonnen. Is is that like a new, you know, now that you're 30 years old, this is the new thing now? Is this your new intro? Oh, no. It's my new intro because I am the champion, of course. Well, I mean, the champion thing is one thing, but that whole thing beforehand, that's all brand new. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Got to keep it fresh. We've been on for two years. Oy. <laughs> As always, we got plenty to talk about. Uh, we got some title stuff going on in NXT. We got some naughty fans being banned from the Thunderdome. We got some pairings in WWE that just might stir the pot. Plus, we got predictions for this Sunday's payback. But before we do any of that, my man Shades, I need you to do me a favor, buddy. What is that? Ring that bell. So, unfortunately, in the world of the, the professional wrestling outside of WWE, there is not much to report. Oh, hold on, thrill. Hold on, hold on, hold on, thrill. Hold on, thrill. Thrill, thrill, thrill. Okay. Let's. Okay. okay. This is still celebrating Shades' championship win <laughs> this past Sunday. Okay. At SummerSlam. So we got to start this party off right with a little bit of some champagne, baby, for my fans out there. A little adult beverage in in Shade Sexual Palace. Joined by Brownie. (laughs) That's her name. Oof. Oh, the belt instead of Goldie Brownie because you had a cardboard. You are one something yeah. something. Let me tell you, I'm innovative. I'm very innovative. You can you, continue you with now? your your news now. Yeah, you can continue with your news now. The champ is ready. Well, champ, as I was saying, there's not much news like at all, except for you know if you want to say this. AEW's Dynamite ratings were slightly down this week, 
but I think that has something to do with the fact that it was on Thursday. Uh, you yourself, Shays, did not know it was on Thursday night because you thought maybe it was be on Saturday again, like last week. So, I oh be no, surprised. that's not what happened. I was, I was still partying. You know, I, I mean, I've been flown out to Hollywood to hang out with the celebrities. Everybody knows who I am now because I am the champion, the people's champion of grapples to apples. Uh, so, you know, all the big wigs, they flew me down on their private jet, had a little bit more. This is actually some bubbly from Le Champion's private stash. So uh, to Mr. Jericho, thank you for that. And thank you for letting me advertise it on my podcast. Thank you. We're at work like all week. Anyway, um, yeah, there's no real news. So it's your turn, Mr. Celebrity. So there is two bits of news that came out. One is something that Thrill alluded to earlier. Fans are being banned from the Thunderdome for abhorrent behavior. Um, We're not going to get into the behavior itself because... It ranges from wrestling distasteful to humanity distasteful. Yeah, yeah, humanity's distasteful. So, um, yeah, people are getting banned, uh, and these bans are coming swiftly. Uh, actually, Manny Clash, our resident uh, WWE reporter, who's usually on scene at big events in the tri-state area, had an invite to the Thunderdome. I don't know if he actually took it, but there are rules and regulations that you need to appear uh, here by. And I was like, if Thrill and I were doing this on the Grapples to Apples account, one, we just like put G2A merch as like everywhere. <laughs> we have no merch yet, but I, trust and believe. I get, I get a banner. I get shirts. I get the John Cena sweatbands. It it'd be nuts. I, mean, I would print out our logo so big, just having to cover the entire camera. And then I would just wear AEW gear because troll. It'd be funny. Troll. But I I've heard that people are getting banned for wearing non WWE gear. Correct. So the, the least of the offenders offenses. Yeah. So I, like I said, we're not going to get into all the reasons any of the reasons but if you're being a naughty boy or girl while in the thunderdome that lightning's gonna hit you and you're gonna get the band hammer yeah the second bit of news isn't ww only wwe related but it's also new japan related aew related nwa related roh related this is a a global uh, pantheon of wrestling pr- promotions. The 2020 PWI uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated 500 list came out, and we have a list of the top 25. Now, Thrill and I have seen the list prior to coming on air because Thrill uh, let out an expletive when he was making his way down the list. And- <laughs> Yeah, I think I let out a, a few. Um, okay, do you want to let, let's run down the top twenty-five real quick, 
and then let's talk about some disagreements we might have with the list. Some, yeah, some placement. So okay, uh, do you want to go one by one? Do you want to take five by take five? Do you want to just go through the whole list yourself? Like, what do you want to do, do want? with this one? What, 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 what feels natural to you, champ? What do you want to do? Finally, being appreciated on this show. Um, let's go can, one I for one. The winner, when the winner's a winner, I can respect it, baby. And I am the biggest sore loser in the world. You know this. So. <laughs> All right. So, at number twenty-five is Valter. Deserves to be in the top twenty-five. Agreed. Uh, deserves to be a little bit higher on that list, though. Well, let's let's talk about placement after we go through the whole list. Let's just okay. make sure the listeners know who's where, and then we'll talk about disagreements that we might have with PWI. Okay, so Kento Mayahara is number Alistair. 24. At number 23 is Alistair Black. Number 22, we have Maxwell Jacob Friedman, MJF. At number 21, my boy, oh, the aerial assassin, Will Ospreay. Number 20, we have Jacob Fatu. At number 19... Braun Strowman. Number 18. ROH World Champion, Roosh. Number 19, Kota Bushi. Number 16, WWE Universal Champion, The Fiend Bray Wyatt. And number f- uh, 15, NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, uh, Nick Aldis. At number 14, we'll get to him later, Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Number 13, Kenny Omega. Number 12, The Beast Incarnate, Brock Lesnar. Number 11, he's limitless. And he's also number 11, Keith Lee. Number 10, I think this worked out perfectly. The Phenomenal, AJ Styles. At number 9, the most overrated wrestler that's ever existed, Kobe Kingston. Randy Orton's not on this list. Oh! Yeah, unbelievable. (laughs) Love you. Love you. At number eight, the Monday Night Messiah, Seth Rollins. At number seven, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. At number six, the Rainmaker, Kazuchika Okada. At number five, Tetsuya Naito. Right, he is that the right best. That was the he only time. The that's the throughout this list. That's the only time that you and I got our orders not perfect. mixed up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, number four, the WWE champion Drew McIntyre. At number three, the champion, the goat, the demigod, and personal, and personal friend, personal friend of shades. The Ayatollah of Rock and Roller, Chris Jericho. At number two, the longest reigning NXT champion, Adam Cole, baby. Baby. And at number one, the current AEW world champion, Jan Moxley. I All thought right. you were gonna like bring it out like Justin Roberts no, does. No, no, no. no, no. I don't got time for that. I don't got time for that. Exactly, exactly. I don't got time for that. I'm too busy about to start like telling PWI to go fly a kite. All right. Before I go into the nitty gritty and pinpoint stuff, by rule of thumb, 
I think there are a certain number of these wrestlers who don't deserve to be here just because of nothing else, because of time not spent in the ring. So, for example, Roman, who was out for, what, four months, should not be allowed on this list. Brock Lesnar, who only has three matches a year, should not be on this list. Nick Aldis, who hasn't wrestled because of COVID, shouldn't be on this list. Okay, now, okay, so I'm glad you brought up Nick Aldis. Do you put him in the same category as Roman and Brock when those two were voluntary? Nick Aldis just happens to be working for a company that's not doing anything because of COVID. It's not his fault that NWA sees production. No, it's not. But if you're going to group Braun and Roman together, you got to group everyone that has been inactive okay. together. Then that, then that is also fair. Nick Aldis also has to go to off then. Then I agree. Uh, Naito and Okada haven't wrestled for a while either. They just started wrestling in July. So this would this would literally just be a list of WWE and AEW guys. Okay, that's a fair point. That is a fair point. So if we're talking... See, because it says it's the 2020 PW Insider 500 list. So theoretically, we're talking from January until now. So, okay... Everything stopped in March. So New Japan, Impact, no, not Impact, Impact still wrestling. Um, New Japan, Ring of Honor, NWA. You're looking at three months of work in the first three months, and then the last month or so for New Japan. Should they qualify? If we're in the eighth month of the year. And you have worked eight, and you worked half of that. Should you qualify? Hmm. Um. I'm harder on Roman and Brock because those are their choices. They voluntarily decided not to well, disagree Roman, with Roman's choice. I agree. Yeah, with Roman. Ro- Roman's autoimmune like compromise, immunocompromised. Right. So no, I right, and so I'm not. It's, I guess maybe it's unfair to punish him when he's doing the right thing by him to himself for himself, but and his family, you, right, and his family. But how can you be ranked amongst the best when you're not around? Um. Okay, so I'm looking at this list, and what I see is draw power and main event status. How is Kofi Kingston on this list? Like I said, we're gonna we're gonna get to this. You're right. Gonna, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I, over. I just looked over at the list real quick and I saw his name again. I just, ha, oh, I'm sorry. Good. Proceed. So, this list needs some shifting around. Mm-hmm. Let if if it was up to me, you'd have Brock down to 25. The guy does only wrestle three times a year. Mm-hmm. You'll have Volter shift somewhere. So it, it, it's art. Hmm. If I'm moving Brock from 12, that means I have to move somebody either up or down. I'm not really going to do that. I'm not trying to break apart the entire list and shift this person to that person, this person here and that person there. Not going to happen. Brock deserves to be at 25. He's He, he wrestles only three times a year. Kofi, I don't even think deserves to be on this list. He's a good in-ring performer, don't get me wrong, 
but Jesus. His biggest accomplishment came almost two years ago. I mean, it's been a year since he lost the... When did, when did he lose the belt? Post-SummerSlam? Something like that? Whenever they went to... No, October. October is when he lost the belt. That's when they started on... Fox. Uh, top five for me... I don't even think Moxley's top five. Um, number one's got to be Adam Cole. In my opinion. I'm not going to rearrange the entire list, um, but Ma- um, Cole's got to be number one. Jericho's got to be number two. Uh, Naito, Naito's number three for me. Seth is number four. Okada's number five. Cody's number six. AJ's number seven. Keith Lee's number eight. Roosh is number nine. Okay, before you continue. Drew's 10. When, like, what window of time are we looking at? I think that's a huge thing that, that I'm missing here. Because for Kofi to be on this list, to me, that means we're not talking 2020. That means we're talking... 2018 slash 2019 because Kofi Mania ended. Okay, let's let's assume let's let's say hypothetically, Kofi Mania starts at Chamber, and or the SmackDown before the Chamber, and ends when he drops the title to Lesnar. So okay. we're talking. Oh, SmackDown before Chamber is what January. Yes. Late January, early February. And then he dropped it to to Brock when? On the SmackDown the premiere. I wanted to say it was that September, October. It was October. I said October. Man, I'm right. I knew I was right. So let's say let's call it February, February, March, April, May, June, July, August. He was a champion for that long? Mm-hmm. Was that like eight months? April to October is six months. Well, remember, Kofi Mania starts before that with the Chamber, before the, the, the weekend before the Chamber. SmackDown before so, the Chamber. So, yeah, eight months. Okay. So, if Kofi is going to be on this list at number nine, that means we have to be talking the year of 2019, not 2020. So we're talking January 1st to December 31st, 2019. That is the only way it makes sense for for Kofi Kingston to be anywhere on this list. Because after he dropped the title to Brock, he was relegated to being a tag champion, and now he's hurt. Yeah, he fell to obscurity. Exactly. But then if we're talking January 2019 to January 2020, then Moxley has no place being on number one on this list. Yeah. So they're where like under what window are they qualifying people to be in the 2020 PWI 500 list? Because it doesn't it doesn't add up. It doesn't add up. You can't have Moxley number one and Kofi number nine in the same list. It doesn't make sense. 
Moxley is a two-time United States uh, IWGP US champion and an AEW champion. Yeah, but did that all happen in 2019? Um, and the New Japan stuff the, did maybe. The first US title happened in in 2019. He dropped it, and then la 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 la. He dropped it again, and then he he dropped the belt, won it back, and then he became champion. No, was he AEW champion already when he won the um, U.S. championship? No, I don't think so. I don't remember. Oh. But if we're okay, but if we're talking that same time frame for Kofi for January to January. Then we cannot forget the year that Osprey had in 2019 and only have him at 21. Osprey's run and his matches during the G1 climax last year? Are you crazy? Okay, so like, like I'm, I'm trying to make a top 10 right now. I, I'm, I guess I'm not trying to rearrange everybody in the top 25. Okay, so what's your window? What's your window? Are we talking right now, this very moment? Or yeah. Are we talking in the last year? So, we do year-end awards. Right. This isn't a year-end There we're, we're still four months away from the end of the year. Right. So, maybe their time frame is from SummerSlam to SummerSlam. Right? Let's just use WWE as a reference point. Sure. Even if we're talking about SummerSlam to SummerSlam, Kofi should not be on this list. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm hung up on. Because I like, and I'm not hung up on it because I'm anti Kofi, even though I am. Um, I'm hung up on it because it doesn't make sense for the rest of the list. The context doesn't add up. <sighs> but fine, whatever. Look, let's let's assume we're going SummerSlam to SummerSlam. I 100% agree with you. Adam Cole has to be number one. Jericho is number two. Well, without question, it's got to be Cole one, Jericho two. Um, I would even argue Cody three. I'd go no Cody three Seth four. I could do that. I could do Cody three Seth four Drew five. Drew five Keith Lee six. Okay, Keith Lee six. Um, I'll throw Osprey. I go Osprey seven. Okay, okay Osprey seven AJ eight. AJ eight. MJF nine. Yep, good shout, good shout. And then round out top ten with Bray Wyatt. Yeah, you know what? I'm game with that. I think that's a solid top ten for you know where we are right now for where we've been. SummerSlam to SummerSlam. Look at that! Look at that! You and I came out with a, a unanimous better top ten in two seconds, and these guys have had what? Who knows? Because I don't even know what their timing period is. Idiots. How is Kofi above AJ ever in anything? I really want to finish the rest of this list now. Okay, how about this? Let's let's finish the rest of the show, and if time permits, we'll come back and, and work on the rest of this list. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see if we can make our way back around. Yeah, yeah. If we double back, we double back. Okay, so that was the PWI's uh, 500 list. Uh, we're not going to go through all 500. We're not going to go through all 1,000. We're not going to go through the rest of the 25. 
we're going to go on to uh, the big news that happened this week on NXT. NXT was pretty news heavy this week. Yeah, very news heavy. Carrion uh, Cross, the newly crowned NXT champion, had to Finn Balor his belt, yep. <laughs> um, suffering a separated shoulder yep. in his match with Keith Lee. So Balor was out for what eight months. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a killer for Cross. Pun very much intended. <laughs> oh, that made that tickled my heart. <laughs> I love you. That was great. Oh, thought that was good. Um, he is the hottest thing on NXT right now because he's so um book strong. That's the only way to describe it. Like they yeah. they they push that man. Out of a plane with no parachute, he landed on his feet with no problem. Um, speaking of his counterpart at NXT Takeover, Keith Lee made his Raw debut as we discussed last, uh, the last episode of the SummerSlam uh, recap and review, and we were upset because it was just announced, no, no, like surprise, like. Um, uh, appearance, nothing like that. No surprise appearance. Don't touch it. Don't touch brownie. <laughs> Sorry. You're right there, shades. Sorry, I, oh, somebody's getting a little clingy, and I had to let her know what was up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, where was I? If I was rudely interrupted. Okay. Hold on, hold on. I gotta calm her down. It's all right. She didn't hurt you. Did she? <laughs> I love you too. She's crying because she missed me. Okay. She's better. She's better where she's at now. Trust me. Ugh. Anyway. Can you keep your lover's squirrels all over there? So, Keith Lee was announced at SummerSlam to be coming to Raw the next night. At, <clears throat> excuse me. We we were all upset because, man, we like a, a surprise debut, man. This is a, after a big yeah, four. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's no fans there, but, man, uh, we would sure as hell pop if we saw we heard uh, Keith Lee's music. Fantamundo. Not this music. Because Keith Lee's new music and garbage ring attire is just that garbage <sighs> yeah yeah he went from being limitless to being penniless this is horrible Dang. we got discount keith lee like this is so like this the, is not what we signed up for i understand the music thing Apparently, his original music was one of the was made by CFOs, and WWE cut their ties with CFOs. Um, I want to say earlier last year, or earlier this year, late last, late last year, I think, late last year. And so they're trying whenever they can. They're looking for ways to you know get out from their music. And so with Keith Lee making his raw debut, they said, "Okay, cool. 
new music time. So I understand it from that perspective. It's kind of a business thing. I get it. But if you're like you, if you're trying to make superstars, like you make wrestlers come out to music for a reason. It's part of their branding. If you already have the fans behind their music, you you, you stick with it. You know. Yeah. Like Stone Cold's music and The Rock's music, uh, Hogan's music. These are like like you hear the first two notes. And you know what's about to go down, you know. As soon as, and obviously, the Rock and Stone Cold are, are a special thing because they have the glass shatter and the if you smell. But well, you have the 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 guitar riff from uh, Jimi Hendrix, no, for Ho- Hollywood Hogan. Right, where Hollywood Hogan was doing, he had a, the Jimi Hendrix Voodoo Child, uh, and then you have the real American. Dun, dun. So dun, those dun. like. Yeah. As soon as you hear dan 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 dan, dan, dan oh it's Hogan. You know, it's yeah. iconic. The minute you hear um who was another um like Triple H Trip Dude. As soon as you hear the even before Lemmy's like vocals hit, as soon as yeah. you hear Bam you go, Oh my god and then you hear it's time to play the game. Oh you lose your mind. Like, you know? Um Jericho's break the walls down, you know. I don't know. The point is, you, you can't be finicky with their music because then it affects the branding and it affects your opportunity to create superstars, which they struggle to do. I mean, and Keith Lee's his music's not iconic, but it it was his part of his identity. Yeah, and I mean, stripping it, away that identity is yeah, stripping away that identity is now you got to rebuild him with. I, I want to see scraps, like essentially, you know. Yeah, and you were, as for your ring gear, bro, WWE, yo, Vince has got to get through with this. Like, he's got to—I I don't know what his issue is. I know what his issue is, but like, enough, enough is like, enough. He doesn't like nobodies, unless unless it's suitable. Because look at uh, heavy machinery; he's okay with them going out in just trunks. Yeah, but these are. He loved Keith Lee at the Rumble. So let Keith Lee be Keith Lee. Let him go out in his shorts and topless, not in this in these loose, like MMA shorts with a singlet underneath. He looked yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Um, those, those foofy shorts were so like. I don't want to say emasculating, but. They, they, they were like, I don't know. They made him feel less of a big deal, in my opinion. Listen, they repackaged the Viking experience, the Viking Raiders, uh, three different times on Raw. So yeah. Yeah. let's hope that they, oh, bad, like, this is bad backlash. Let's change him up a little bit. Maybe keep the same music because Fine, you don't yeah, want right, to, you don't want to go from his old music to a new music back to his old music. It, Stick with the same, like, the new music. Go back to the old ring gear. You can do that. Right. Ring gear is yeah. ring gear. Right. Or find it. Find better music. Ever since they left CFOs, all of their music is so generic. Look at how we went from Seth Rollins' Burn It Down music to his Monday Night Messiah music, which sounds just like Bailey's music when she went it from the... Music. It's the same thing. 
It does. I know. It's all generic. It's like they went to like like word like uh, music player and just like threw a bunch of sounds together and it's like yeah. ah this works. They 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 definitely went because they're in full sale. They went get me one of your better music engineer students. I'm like hey make me a song, just make me a song, and that's it. That's it. They got some music students to put a four four beat together and uh, Vince guitars or no guitars. Ah! As long as it, is, as it has muscles. <laughs> Make sure the song has sweat and oil and muscles and blonde hair and really big breasts. Um, we're talking about music, Vince. You heard me. So, yeah. Keith Lee oh. debuts on Raw um, and challenges Randy Orton to a match of Backlash. A Backlash payback, sorry. Bad pay-per-views all around. I'm sorry. And the way they set up this match was he come, he interrupts Randy Orton who's cutting a promo. Did they you hear what match. he said? Randy what? Orton, the promo? What? He's the click commander? Uh, no, I did not. I, I missed that. Oh. I saw a meme about it, and I'm like, hmm. Did yeah. he really say this? Because if he did... Man, a Jane Sound like Bob reference. Randy no the Goat. No way he actually said that. But, you know, Keith Lee interrupts him. They have a match. But then Drew McIntyre interferes in the match. And now Keith Lee is all rah rah, Drew McIntyre. I want to be the Randy Orton at payback. I'm like, that's that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It doesn't. Again, this, this leads to like, you have to follow. WWE's social medias, or at least Keith Lee or, or Drew McIntyre on social media, there was a a post bef- prior to, um, prior to NXT and and uh, Takeover and SummerSlam, excuse me, and McIntyre and Keith Lee had a sparring session, mm. like they just like loosened up with each other and whatnot. They're actually really good friends, so. That's why it kind of makes sense, but it's yeah, still kind of left field. Exactly. Like if we're if, let's say in a in a in a shoot world, let's say it's a work, right? In a work world, whatever. If I'm having my first wrestling match, my first Monday Night Raw wrestling match, where I challenge Randy Orton, and Drew McIntyre interferes in my match and causes me to lose by DQ, I'd be pissed at Drew. I'd be like, yo. Resolve your stuff at your own time. I'm in the middle of my first match. What the F? Yeah. But no. Instead, it was, yeah, go Drew. I want to fight Randy Orton on Sunday. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <sighs> so, back to NXT news. Breezango have won the number one contender tag team match at TakeOver to face Imperium this week's NXT. And sure enough, Breezango defeats Imperium to become the new tag team champions. Now, this is obviously because they're starting up NXT UK again, and they need Imperium back in the UK. Yep. 
Uh, you put the tag team titles on a babyface, and there is not a tag team babyface more beloved than Brizango. I guess. But way to, way to just, like, shoehorn a title onto somebody. Um, it kind of makes Imperium look weak, but then again, Brizango are veterans. So it's kind of, just because they're a gimmick tag team, they still can wrestle. Yeah. So there's some believability there, but it doesn't make Imperium look strong, you know? Yeah. Um, the biggest news that came out of NXT this week is the NXT Championship is vacated. We need somebody to fill that slot. And they asked me, and I told them I couldn't do it because I have my, you know, responsibility to be the Grapples to Apples champion. So I'm giving these guys the opportunity of a lifetime. This Tuesday, on a special edition of NXT, Finn Balor, Adam Colbebe, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa will battle it out in a fatal four-way 60-minute Iron Man match to determine who will be the new NXT champion. Now, me, if I was in this match, I'd, I'd be able to go uh, 61 minutes. But these guys, <laughs> they can only go 60. No problem. You know, and Everyone's not shades. It's understandable. One of a kind. God broke the mold when he made me. So anyway, whoever wins this match is going to be a multiple-time NXT champion. Yes, they will join the um, ranks of Shinsuke being the only two-time Shinsuke and Samoa Joe, right? Yeah, the only two-time two-time NXT champion. And I said because it's the first ever grapples to apples champion, uh, La Championa, my fiance Amanda's birthday on Tuesday. Finn Balor, her her old boo thing, is going to win the NXT Championship on her birthday, similar to the way that I won my grapples to apples championship on my birthday. Do you agree? All right, she agrees. So yeah, I, I love that Maddie Bizzle messaged us this, and you and I just downplayed it. <laughs> we downplayed <laughs> it. So In my defense, he messages so, us so much random nonsense. Half the time, I don't even look at it. I just okay. Probably it's like, a dumb this meme. is going to be a banger. I'm like, man, this is a 60 minute Iron Man fatal four way. There's no way this is going to be a banger. It's probably going to be a banger. It's going to be really good. As long as they don't, like, shove, like, pinfalls down our throat. I just hope they don't get wrapped up in Gargano versus Ciampa. Yeah. It needs to end with, like, all the all of them having one win apiece. One, one pinfall mm-hmm. apiece. Mm-hmm. I, I don't need to see six pinfalls by Adam Cole, five by Finn Balor, eight by Tommaso Ciampa, four by Johnny Gargano. I agree. A fatal four-way, there's no disqualifications. 
Bro, There's no countouts. I wish this was on a takeover. Ooh. Ooh. Doggy. This, if this was on a takeover. You know they would ball out if this was a takeover. Not This would be. I would not have this as a lock of the night. No. This is not. I, I am not touching this match. This is something that, in a perfect world, this is on a takeover for like one of the big fours in front of a crowd. Because you know they're going to do a spot where it's going to be like Adam Cole hits Gargano with a super kick, and then Ciampa hits Cole with one of his running knees, and then Balor hits Ciampa with the with the 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 drop kick to the, the shotgun drop kick to the chest, and then Gargano hits Balor with like so you know what I mean like you know there's going to be a spot where they all hit each other with their moves, and like they're all four of them going to be down, and the crowd will be chanting "This is awesome," and. It would be amazing. I mean, I, I have a, a a scene scenario in my head going off right now. Cole hits the Panama City Sunrise on Johnny Gargano. Panama Gargano, City Sunrise. What was it? Was it Panama Sunrise? Right. Yeah, just Panama Sunrise. Who, who was it? Tom Phillips or whoever was on a on take takeover that says Panama City, and I I said it on at the recap and review episode too, like an idiot, and I was like, mm, that's not what it's called. I, I always feel wrong saying it. It's Panama Sunrise. Yeah. Yeah. Panama Sunrise hits it on Johnny Gargano. Gargano's in the drop zone. Coup de gras. Ballard picks up his first win. Well, then where what Cole just rolled out of the ring after the sunrise? Some Tommaso Ciampa attacks him. But then why wouldn't Ciampa interfere with Balor? Because he's already taken care of Cole. You're getting Balor's first win out of the way. It's just something that I cooked up in my head. It's not something that I'm like, hmm, that should actually happen. I was just like, I'd I like see, to see that transition. You know, the I, you I know, can see Balor taking the W off of Gargano, the Pennsylvania Thanks. Destroyer, and then the. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see the 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 Coupe de Gracie being the finish on uh, Gargano winning the pin. Oh, I can see Balor even breaking up a pin with the Coupe and, de Gras. And picking up the win like that, I can see that also. Like, but then, yeah, but that's what Io Shirai did to win her championship. So, ah. man, there's so many ways. I'm I'm very interested to see what they do with this. Oh yeah, I'm for the first time in a long time. I'm actually interested to watch NXT this week. Yeah, um, AEW is lucky that NXT is not on Wednesday this week because. Yeah. They'll lose that second half, like that second hour. Mm-hmm. With, I am not turning even during commercial breaks. I am not turning away from that channel. Word. Ah, thrill. Yes. It's our second pay per view in seven days. Actually, third pay per view technically wait, in seven wait. days. Are we not going to talk about what? Well, can, hold, can you? Can you? Can you? Okay. 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 I'm sorry. I thought you were jumping the gun. Man, do you not trust me? You're right. I'm sorry. We've had three pay-per-views in the last... We're going to have three pay-per-views in the last seven days. And we had probably one of the biggest surprise returns possibly all year with Roman Reigns coming back at 
SummerSlam, attacking both The Fiend and Braun Strowman, talking some yin-yang to the both of them. You had to tune into SmackDown to see what Roman had to say. Now, unfortunately, I had familial issues, so I couldn't watch SmackDown, but Thrill, can you give us this spicy meatball that was the Roman Reigns segment? So after two hours of teasing that they can't find Roman, they can't get Roman to sign the contract, in the last five minutes of the show, we finally see you know, the guy, the agent, whatever his name is, and uh, he's center frame, and you see Roman's, just like, you know, Roman's head and shoulders in the bottom right-hand corner of the frame, and he hands him the contract. He goes, as long as the changes that we made are still in there, we're all good. Payback, I'll be there. I'm going to show up, wreck everything, and leave. And I'm going to regain the Universal Championship that I never lost. And that is not a prediction. That's a spoiler. And the camera pans over to someone sitting on the same couch as Roman Reigns. And that someone is no one else, none other than Paul Heyman. When he said the words, this is not a prediction, I was like, no, no. And he said, this is a spoiler. I was like, no. And they showed Paul Heyman, and I immediately grabbed my phone, and my brother called me, and him and I were both like, oh, my God. SmackDown just got really interesting all of a sudden. It's crazy. Wow. Speaking of spoilers, Med Rosario hits a walk-off home run to beat the yes, Yankees 4-3. Yes, he did. Womp, womp, womp. Didn't I tell you guys what the Yankees were going to lose? <sighs> they suck. And seven in a row. They, won they dropped seven in a row. Also, with comebacks, they were losing by – the Mets were losing by three, and then Pete Alonso hit a 3-1 home run to tie it, and then they hit back-to-back home runs to take the lead and win. Yeah. But back to the Roman Reigns thing. Yeah. People have been begging for a Roman Reigns heel turn. Yep. Aligning yourself with Paul Heyman is probably the most heelish thing you can do. Yeah, that's pretty up there. That's that's an automatic heel turn. Roman Reigns is now... A Paul Heyman guy. Yup. Oof. It's now, safe to say Lesnar's not coming back right now. I was going to say, but what happens when Lesnar comes back? Does this mean that Lesnar has verbalized to WWE, yo, I'm not coming back for a hot minute? Mm-hmm. It's possible. Also, ain't no reason, reports, ain't no reason for him to come back. Very true. Also, there are reports that Goldberg, I think, has another three years on his deal with two matches per year on that contract. So when, he, what are we gonna have? Just Roman murder him for six times in the next three years? Uh you'll probably get a Roman uh, feud in there, a Matt Riddle feud in there. Uh, he'll probably go to Raw for some Monday Night Messiah stuff. 
Uh, didn't, he, didn't he say he doesn't want to work with Riddle? It sells. They've had a beef. Why not? Was Goldberg? I don't know. Whatever. All right, listen. I don't care about Goldberg. Me neither. Me neither. You're right. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have brought him up. I shouldn't have brought him up. I'm sorry. I apologize. So, but this Roman thing is this is huge. Everyone's saying that oh, Roman's the leader of retrib- uh, retribution because it's uh, wreck everything and leave, and that's what they've been doing. And it's like you know what? Screw retribution. Yeah. I love this a lot more. I agree. And at this point, if they put him with retribution, it'll actually, in my opinion, be a downfall. Or not mm-hmm. downfall. Like a downgrade. 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 Because then it becomes what? Paul Heyman is a de facto leader because Paul Heyman is the puppet master. So if Raymond, if Paul, if, if, sorry, if Roman is a Paul Heyman guy, he's just an advocate. He's his mouthpiece. Roman isn't really like a man of his own whatever so if he's the leader of retribution but then he's also a, Le- a Heyman guy well we're gonna have a massive faction that's led by by Les- oh, led by Heyman and Roman it just doesn't nah I don't like I don't like you can't be the leader of something and then have a mouthpiece exactly. for your solo run it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense but now what do we do with retribution because we didn't get a single side of them all all night tonight we had him on Raw. Mm-hmm. So are we going to move over to a Raw thing now? Is that it? Now that Roman is back with Heyman on SmackDown, are we going to make Retribution a Raw thing now instead? I just hope we don't have like an Aces and Eights type deal where uh, Retribution comes out at Payback. They surround the ring. They throw Roman like a crowbar or a pipe or something. And Roman like reveals himself to be the leader of retribution like that like that's something that i don't need that's not something that roman needs that's not something that anyone needs no but wwe has something really good right now with roman and and Heyman. so let's just see how they potentially potentially yeah yeah you're right potentially now let's see if they mess it up yeah so there's so much potential and promise with this new direction for Roman Reigns, I'm legitimately excited for SmackDown now. Yeah. It's like with AJ being back on SmackDown and mm-hmm. um, and Roman and Paul Heyman, SmackDown may actually be enjoyable. Yeah. I mean, Sami Zayn came back today, but like he's still annoying Sami Zayn, and I don't know what they're doing with him and Cesaro and, Ch- and uh, Cesaro and Shinsuke. I miss Face Sami Zayn. Oh my god, I miss Face Sami Zayn so much. Heel Sami Zayn is fine, but he's a, he's an even bigger weasel than Zack Sabre Jr. He's so annoying. He's so annoying. <sighs> anyway, okay, so Shades. Do we want to double back or do we go predictions? Let's go predictions. I feel like okay. we can spend too much time on that list. All right. Uh, you know what? You know what? How about this? All of our lovely listeners out there, who do you think should be in the top 10? And if you're feeling a little extra funky, who's in your top 25? Use our social media pages to let us know. Give us your 
top 10 or top 25 pro wrestlers right now. What? In the meantime, let's 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 do what we do, Shades, and let's throw some predictions our people's way. So uh, we're not planting seeds today. Is that what we're doing? Oh, you are so. I'm sorry. You know what? You're right. You're right. I thought I was the one partaking in in adult beverages all week. I apologize sincerely, champ. I, you know, I got a lot on my mind. I'm sorry. You're right. But, you know, please forgive me. In the world of professional wrestling, despite my latest behavior, there are good seeds. Huh. This can't be a bad seed, but Shades being so obnoxious. That could be a bad seed to some people. <laughs> but at the end of the day, they all contribute to the tree, to the garden, to the forest. That is professional wrestling. So do you have any good seeds off the bat? Uh, my good seed is probably going to be your good seed as well. The potential for the Roman Reigns Paul Heyman angle. Yep. Agreed. Easily. Yeah. Without question. Um, my bad seed... Is some of these people on this top twenty, um, top twenty-five list? <laughs> I was, you know what? I wasn't gonna go there, but I'm. I agree. It's not gonna be my. It's not gonna be my official answer, but I agree because Kofi Kingston never belongs above AJ Styles in any list other than wrestlers whose names are Kofi Kingston. I mean, he's above AJ Styles um, and Kenny Omega. It's nuts. Nuts. Keith Lee, Roman Reigns, Nick Aldis, MJF, Will Ospreay, Kota Ibushi. Come on, bro. This is nuts. Alistair Blackbeard, the pirate now. Oh, don't even get me started on that nonsense. But Kofi couldn't hang with these boys. Get out of here. Kofi's got talent. Don't Don't sleep on that. It's I'm just, not, I, I, he's not as good as Kofi Mania made him out to be. Exactly. Look, Kofi's obviously Kofi's a good worker, but you're telling me that Kofi has more to offer as a professional wrestler than Kenny, than Will Ospreay, than Volter? Come on, bro. Kota Ibushi? Come on. Stop it. You're playing yourself. You're playing yourself. Anyway, my bad seed is going to go to Keith's new ring gear. It's got to go. It's got to go. Mm. He looks ridiculous. He looks absurd. It was one thing when Kevin Steen went from wearing a singlet to wearing basketball shorts and a cut sleeve shirt. But at least that almost looked natural. What Keith's wearing in the ring right now just... <sighs> Those poofy shorts with the singlet top. I just, uh, it's horrendous. Horrendous. I don't really care too much for his ring gear. Um, I just don't want to bask in his glory anymore with that, that theme song. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Theme songs make the man. <laughs> not the wrestler. Not. <laughs> 
all right, let's let's uh let's go ahead and and, and drop some predictions, y'all. So this week end we have WWE Payback 2020 live on the WWE Network from the Orlando Amway Center in the Thunderdome. The Thunderdome. Six matches on the card so far. Probably we'll get seven as a pre-show. Maybe. We're going from one to six. Yep. Now, unfortunately, due to contractual obligations that I have signed prior to creating the Grapple Staples Championship, I cannot defend my championship, even though I would like to. Um... So my first title defense will not be until the week after at AEW's All Out. So, Brownie, you and I will be able to see the world this week. Where do you like to go? <laughs> we're, we're Americans. We can't go there. Would you? Can we get can't the predictions? Okay, okay, sorry about that. We'll talk about this all day. Right? I promise. Match number one. For the WWE Women's Tag Team Champion, defending champions, Bailey and Sasha Banks taking on Shayna Baszler and the botch machine that is Nia Jax. Thrill, who you got? Hi, I got Baszler and Jax. Mm. It might be, I'm not sure, but it might be my lock of the night also. Ooh. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I'm not happy about it. Your lock of the night is Baszler and Jax. Maybe. Potentially. Potentially. So, I was going to go Baszler and Jax also. But these are two different teams. These are two teams that have some issues right now. Bailey and Sasha have their issues, and Baszler and and Jax were feuding prior to even becoming a tag team. I think their egos get the best of them, and Bailey and Sasha Banks squeak out a tag team win. See, I normally would agree with you, and I can see that in my head also, but it looks like they're fast tracking the Bailey Sasha feud. So you have to drop the belts now if you're going to do that. I, I listen. Going into today, I was just like, Bailey and Sasha drop the belts. Bailey attacks Sasha because Sasha's the quote unquote weak link. They're the reasons why they lost the belts. Blah 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 blah. And then you know what? Then you'll have the um, we hate each other, but we're tag team champions type situation that WWE loves to do with like people exactly. in feuds. Exactly. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna go Baszler and Nia Jax. Yep. You sold me. Uh, I just Son of a right. gun. All right. For the United States Championship, we have Apollo Cruz defending his title against a new member of the Hurt Business, Bobby Lashley. Because I guess if MVP can't do it, Bobby can. Oh. If Apollo could beat Lashley clean, 
that would be huge for Apollo Crews. It would definitely legitimize him. But I don't think WWE is going to do that. No. Um, I also I don't like the idea of like WWE doesn't usually change all the belts on one night. True. But I'm still going to go Bobby Lashley beating Apollo Crews. Yeah. I think the Apollo Crews experiment is over. Um, and uh, the Hurt Business needs to seem legit. And they don't seem legit if MVP's losing. So what Bobby Lashley's choking out like amateurs at uh, Raw Underground. That's not wrestling. That's not even street fighting. I don't know what it is. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm begrudgingly also going with Bobby Lashley. Third match of the night. The Fiend the, 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 for the Universal Championship. No holds barred triple threat match. The Fiend Bray Wyatt taking on Roman Reigns with his new liaison, Paul Heyman and Braun Strowman. Russell, make more noise, why don't you? The, pairing Roman with Paul Heyman has to be putting the belt on him. This is... Roman Reigns lock of the night for me. I'm going Bray Wyatt retains. Really? And then we go into a Roman Bray feud. I don't hmm. I don't know. Bray Bray's gonna get the pinfall on Braun. Braun's eating the pin regardless who it is. Yeah. I think Roman is gonna be incapacitated somehow. Remember, this is like a, a no-holds-barred triple threat. So he's going to be incapacitated somehow, some way, somewhere, and then Bray's going to get Braun with the sister Abigail 14 times, and then that'll be that. Mm. That way you, you lean into Roman saying that, you know, he didn't lose. He's going to beat the unholy hell out of whoever's near him when the match is over. Because remember, his whole new thing is wreck everything and leave. So he's still going to do that. But he's going to have more heat to do so when he loses. See, the thing is, Paul Heyman doesn't like... He doesn't recruit losers. If if he's going to... But he's not the one who's losing. He just didn't win. Tech, but he didn't win. But he didn't. So he lost. That's it. Okay, he didn't eat the pin, but he lost. Lesnar lose and Heyman stayed by him. I think uh, if Vince is still backing Roman Reigns, and they need to push him like to the championship scene because he didn't <clears throat> lose the belt, he relinquished. So, right. I think Roman Reigns wins, and I get like I said, that's my lock of the night. Okay. I think he stays in the title picture, just doesn't get it right now. Because then what was the point of putting it on Bray? Because if you could still have Braun could have retained on Sunday and then still have the triple threat match and lose it to Roman. Bray didn't have to win it unless you plan to move forward with Bray. You're absolutely right. So that's why I'm I'm still going Roman. You don't you don't you don't bet against Roman Reigns. Okay, fair enough. Uh, next up, we got Keith Lee versus Randy Orton. Keith Lee's debut pay-per-view match. Um, it's Randy Orton, so I want to say Orton wins. 
But I think Keith Lee's going to win by some sort of interference from McIntyre or something. Uh, unfortunately, I feel a triple threat coming from this. Mm-hmm. I think Randy wins because, like you said, McIntyre comes out but doesn't distract Randy, distracts Keith Lee, eats a uh, RKO. Keith Lee and Drew have words on on Raw. Uh, I think Randy wins. Okay. Right. The, the rematch from Monday Night Raw, Dominic Mysterio with Papa Mysterio, Rey Mysterio, taking on Seth Rollins and Murphy. Now, the Mysterios won on Raw via disqualification. Do you have Dominic lose two pay-per-views in a row? Nope. You have Ray and Dominic win with yep. Murphy eating the pin. Exactly. And Dominic having to pin Murphy. Yep. So, I'm yeah, I'm going I'm going Mysterio family. Yep, same here. And the last match on the card as of now is Matt Riddell versus King Corban. Yeah. Riddle. In a match that I do not care about. Yeah, yeah, yeah Riddle. Uh, I'm going yeah, Riddle. Sure. sure, I'll go Riddle. Who cares? I'll put him in the bro mission. That's it. Yeah. Whatever. Um. So, yeah. That looks like that's going to wrap up our episode. Unless, Shades, something else you want to add before we go? <sighs> no. Brownie's looking at me. She wants me to come to bed soon. <laughs> in that case, you've been listening to us on SoundCloud. Sound Siv Hip Here. You've been listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash grapples to apples. That's grapples the number two apple. If you don't like SoundCloud, you got Google Play Music, you got Apple Podcasts, you got iHeartRadio. Doesn't matter where you're listening, as long as you're listening. Don't forget to check out our social media pages. That's Facebook.com and Twitter.com slash grapples to apples. That's grapples the number two. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Do whatever you're going to do to put us as many eyes and ears as humanly possible. And don't forget that this week we want to know your PWI or G2A top 25 wrestlers or top 10 wrestlers at the moment. As always, I've been one of your hosts, Mr. Ill Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespeare, and Candidate, Major English, whatever you need to be. That's why because baby, that's who I is. Joined by my hetero life mate. Man of the hour. Man with the power. Too sweet to be sour. Cream of the crop. Rise to the top. Your champion. Shades. Don't forget to check us out later on this week as we do our payback recap and review episode. Last week, this week, next week, and every other week. As an apple a day. It's a bad wrestling day. Bruce. Peace and love. Peace and love.